0: those. I don't know how to say self-buzznet so, in Spanish
1: so I, I can't do it without sounding horrible because I it's not going to be accurate <laughs> K, okay,
0: isn't it? is it que paso yeah que, po- que paso buzznet <laughs> that just sounds weird alright Sup, BuzzNet! In reference to the podcast, trying to be Spanish and.
1: failing miserably. But today is True Crime Tuesday.
0: That it is. And I am Amanda.
1: And I am Heather.
0: And you are here with your two best friends.
1: Listening to us be weird.
0: God bless you. Or not. I mean, if you don't believe in God, I guess not God bless you.
1: Good tidings to everyone.
0: <laughs> Good tidings to you. <laughs> uh.
1: Alright, tell us about a murder.
0: Okay, here we go. I'm gonna... Is it
1: is it a murder?
0: It is. Didn't I say that? It's the murder of Rebecca Schaefer? That's the title of it.
1: Oh, you just said about who it was. You didn't say the murder of.
0: I'm pretty sure I did.
1: You might have. I don't know.
0: Probably. You probably weren't listening. It's
1: hot in here. I know. I'm like sweating. Oh
0: my god! What? How hot is it?
1: I don't even know. It's hot because I don't ha- can't have my fan running because it's too loud. It's so hot.
0: Oh my gosh! You'll survive. <sighs> It's probably not even that hot.
1: Hold on. I'll tell you how hot it is. It is 52 degrees.
0: It is not hot. Oh my, that's
1: outside. Lord knows how hot it is in the house.
0: Oh, no, you're fine. <laughs> Alright. Death. <laughs> what?
1: I <So> said death.
0: <laughs> oh. Blood, blood. And Death. I think we got it I think we sold it (laughs) um all right well this is not the murder of Judy Hopp so um we'll stop talking about her
1: uh that's officer Judy Hopps
0: (laughs) oh you are right Um, I haven't watched that in forever maybe I should watch that today anyway let's talk about the murder of Rebecca Schaefer I hope I'm saying her last name right. I assume I am. It's S-C-H-A-E-F-F-E-R. I wouldn't know how else to pronounce it. Sounds like Shaver. That's what I thought. Um, So my sources were, you know, the stable, the good old, reliable, faithful Wikipedia. And goodhousekeeping.com, because why not? (laughs) Um, And they used an ABC article and an ABC video preview, I think. I don't know. They mentioned ABC, so I guess ABC in an essence was my other source, but I didn't actually use it. I just quoted from it if it was quoted in good housekeeping. So, here we go. Uh, this has been on my list to cover. I have no idea why. I don't know where I heard about it. Um, and I literally, when I don't know what case to cover, go through all of my list and, um, Paste it into Google and decide then if I want to use it. And uh, I think I've like tried like four or five of them before finding that I want like, nope, this the one.
1: Nope, next one's next one's gonna have to work.
0: <laughs> so here we are. um Rebecca Schaefer was born on November sixth, nineteen sixty-seven, in Eugene, Oregon, and was an only child. Her parents were Benson and Dana Schaefer. I have Is
1: this the Dane Cook joke yeah, I, that you answered? I, I
0: put pause here for Benson's joke
1: Where Benson's used to be
0: okay. Benson's is neighbor near here <laughs> This isn't the hospital
1: This is where Benson's used to be
0: It went somewhere So anyway back to Rebecca Thanks Dane Cook for that brief intermission what if that's how we just, like, outro every joke we tell on the podcast from now on?
1: <laughs> Thanks, Dane Cook.
0: <laughs> Thanks for that intermission, Dane Cook. Now moving back on. So, um, anyway, at an early age, Rebecca became interested in drama, and a couple years after becoming a teen model, she moved to New York City in 1984 to pursue a full career in entertainment. Um, she had a small role in Guiding Light, but in late 1984... She landed the role of Annie Barnes on One Life to Live, and this role lasted six months. She then moved to Japan at one point in 1985 to work on her modeling career, but she was considered too short, because she was 5'7". Too short? Uh, yeah, short.
1: Damn. What the hell am I, a hobbit? <laughs> you! How tall were you?
0: 5'4", legally.
1: Oh, I'm 5'5", five five. <laughs> legally.
0: Technically, I'm five three and three quarters, but legally, I'm five four. By now, I'm probably. Five, well, mine says.
1: And a half. I'm five five, but I'm technically a five five and a quarter.
0: <laughs> Sopsy. Um, so anyway, yeah, because she was 5'7, she struggled to get jobs. So she returned to New York City to focus on acting. She was on the cover of Seventeen, and that's when producers saw her. They were casting for the comedy My Sister Sam, and Rebecca was cast as Patricia Patty Russell, a teenager who moves from Oregon to San Francisco to live with her sister after their parents die. That's sad.
1: I've never heard of any of these. No. Oh.
0: Well, I, I know you've heard of Guiding Light and One Life to Live.
1: Are those soap operas?
0: Yes! I know they're not the one that Jesse McCartney was in, but I know you've heard That of was on them. my children. Yes, I know, because I had to look my it up. My mom
1: watched Days of Our Lives.
0: Yeah, well, we're not talking about that. And
1: we're like, he dies, we're not watching it.
0: <laughs> the show did really well at first, but was canceled midway through the second season in April of 1988 due to failing ratings and the birth of uh, Amanda coming within the night. Ne- That's weird. Why does it say that? I'm just kidding.
1: <laughs>
0: it doesn't say that. <laughs> just to be clear. Um, so yeah, in April, 1988, it's, it was canceled due to falling ratings. After that, Rebecca had supporting roles in scenes from the class struggle in Beverly Hills, the end of innocence and the TV film out of time. She was also the spokeswoman for Thursday's child, which Thursday's child assists children, teens and young adults with issues, including child abuse, child trafficking, bullying, eating disorders, self-injury, Suicidal ideation, sexual assault, dating abuse, substance abuse, runaways, and missing children. So, kind of like everything. (laughs) Um, And now, I need you to shift gears so that we can talk about Robert John Bardo. Robert was born on January 2nd, 1970, in Arizona, and was the youngest of seven children.
1: Ew. Yeah,
0: um, he—that's way too many kids. He had a troubled childhood and was abused by one of his siblings and placed in foster care after he threatened to commit suicide. He was seven siblings. <clears throat> no, I'm just kidding. I'm just not from a big family and wouldn't want to be. So, <laughs> his fi- two was plenty. Yeah, two ten years apart was plenty. Robert's family had, has a history of mental illness, and he was diagnosed with bipolar disorder. At age 15, he was institutionalized to treat emotional problems, and this lasted for one month. He dropped out of school in the ninth grade and worked as a janitor at Jack in the Box. He had been obsessed and stalked, obsessed with and stalked peace activist Samantha Smith, but she actually died in a plane crash in 1985. And then, just like we just shifted, he shifted, but instead of away from Rebecca, he shifted to Rebecca. Casey, that wasn't clear. Um, so his obsession became about Rebecca. He wrote her several letters, one of which she did answer. In 1987, he tried to gain access to the My Sister Sam set, but was denied. He returned a month later with a knife that- I, I don't understand, but-
1: that escalated quickly. Yeah.
0: Um, so when he returned with the knife, security again turned him away. I don't know what he thought the knife was going to do. Like, let me in.
1: It's not like a gold yeah. pass. Like-
0: um, allegedly, he then returned to Arizona and lost track of Rebecca, which like, I don't know how that happens if she's a celebrity, but whatever. I guess they didn't have the internet back then. So What? Yeah, Al Gore hadn't invented it yet. Yeah. <laughs> Then Rebecca appeared in a scene where she was in bed with another actor in scenes from The Clash Struggle in Beverly Hills, and Robert became enraged. Because, you know. Just laying in bed with someone else. It's terrible. Robert learned that another man had stalked and stabbed an actress in 1982 and used a private investigator to obtain her address. So Robert paid a detective agency $250 to find Rebecca's home address in the California Department of Motor Vehicle Records. His brother helped him buy a handgun since he was only 19 and had mental health issues. Even if my brother asked me to buy him a gun at 19 without mental health issues, I probably wouldn't have done it, but, you know.
1: Yeah. You don't need one. Robert
0: then traveled back to L.A. and cased the neighborhood to ensure Rebecca really lived where he was told she did. Once he was certain, he rang the doorbell and Rebecca answered. Allegedly, she was expecting a script to be delivered to her home because she was going to be in one of the Godfather movies. The two talked and Rebecca asked him not to return to her home. He then went to a nearby diner and ate breakfast. And then guess what he did?
1: Rebecca killed her.
0: Well, yeah, but I was just looking for he went back. Oh, gosh. Spoiler alert.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was just going to say spoiler So, yeah, he did
0: return back to Rebecca's apartment. On Tuesday, July 18th, 1989, Robert knocked on the door and Rebecca answered again. He pulled out a handgun and shot her in the chest at point-blank range in the doorway. And then he fled the scene. A neighbor called 911 and Rebecca was taken to Cedars, Sinai, I don't know if that's right, medical center, uh, where she was pronounced dead about 30 minutes after her arrival. The next day, Robert was arrested in Arizona and he confessed to the murder. According to Good Housekeeping, who says ABC News said, Robert was running down the highway screaming, I killed Rebecca Schaefer. And I guess that's one way to confess
1: he wasn't even hiding the fact that he did it. <laughs> in
0: 1991, Robert was found guilty of first-degree murder and was sentenced to life in prison without the possibility of parole. On July twenty seventh, two 2007, Robert was stabbed 11 times on his way to breakfast by another inmate at Mule Creek State Prison in Amador County, California. The other inmate is or was—I'm not sure if the other inmate is still alive, his name wasn't given— but he was serving an 82 years to life sentence for second degree murder. Which like I mean I feel like 82 years is life but who am I? I
1: mean, there's always that off chance that they if they do a lethal injection. There's that off chance they might That's survive true. it.
0: As of 2019 Robert is serving his time at Avenal State Prison. Avenal? I'm not really. I'm sorry California.
1: Oh, so he, he didn't die?
0: Nope, he didn't die. He was stabbed 11 times. Kind of like 50 Cent. I mean, he was only shot 9 times, but... You know.
1: Do you know he still has a bullet in his tongue?
0: I mean, no, but... That's weird.
1: <laughs> Did I know um, that, or...?
0: <laughs> both. So, Rebecca's death prompted Brad Silberling's... Maybe, sorry. Uh, Moonlight Mile film, which was produced in two thousand and two, which is about a man's grief after his fiance is murdered. Brad and Rebecca were dating at the time of her death. As an, a result of this incident, California law regarding the really, really, ugh, English is hard.
1: <laughs>
0: As a result of this incident, California law regarding the oh my god.
1: Deep breath, start over.
0: (laughs) As a result of this incident, California law regarding the release of personal information through the DMV was changed. The Driver's Privacy Protection Act, which which prevents the DMV from releasing private addresses, was enacted in 1994. And Rebecca's death also led to the passing of the first ever anti-stalking law, which makes it a felony to cause another or their family to be in reasonable fear for their safety and carries a state prison sentence. And as of 2019, this law is recognized in all 50 states. So, although it's very tragic...
1: Well, that's good.
0: Although it is very tragic, she helped others help. Yeah. So, that is the murder of actress Rebecca Schaefer that... I don't know who she is, but um, apparently I knew something about her because it was on my list of things to cover. So, and it Probably wasn't like, like some
1: random article.
0: <laughs> yeah, and it wasn't like um, a list of other celebrities that were like around her name, so I really have no idea how I found this one. but a podcast? I just, maybe. Who knows? Sometimes I just
1: hear you about don't. it. You
0: don't. Yeah. <laughs> I just sometimes hear about it and put it on my Google Doc and cover it someday. So, that's all I got. Any ideas? For what? For your next episode.
1: Oh, yeah. Um, I think I'm going to do Alcatraz.
0: Ooh, Fun.
1: In I wanna go
0: there. San Francisco, I can't say San Francisco without saying that.
1: When you said it the first time, I was I refrained.
0: <laughs> um, I like started to say it that way. So,
1: um, good old Pierre.
0: Good old Pierre.
1: But I so- do want to go there, though.
0: All right. Well. So tune in next time for Alcatraz. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I think this is the first time I've actually had one picked out. I think wow. so. Yeah.
0: That's good, though, because I think we have to, re- well, obviously we have to record sometime next week. So um, until next time. Follow. <laughs> really blanked out there. What? I'm like, uh, what did what you? Sp-
1: did you forget how to count?
0: <laughs> no, we have to do our whole outro.
1: Oh shit!
0: I only, I only did Alcatraz. That's all we talked about.
1: <laughs> all right. Well. <laughs> all right. So
0: uh, <laughs> until next time, follow us on Instagram at In to Podcast on Twitter at In Reference
1: You can send us a email at inreferencetopodcast podcast at gmail.com And yet, are you mocking me?
0: No, I was saying it along with you. Every time I, I say it along with you, you're like, Oh my god, are you mocking me? <laughs> it's not fun.
1: Well, I just, like, looked up and you looked like you were really close to the screen.
0: I was. I was, like, right yeah. here. And I was just, just telling you the same thing. I was just saying it with you.
1: Oh, thanks. But yeah, send us any of your true crime or paranormal emails.
0: Um, Or you can listen to some of our episodes on YouTube. 30 plus of them are up there. Sometimes I go through spurts of just uploading them for fun Um, or you can help support us on (laughs) Patreon at patreon.com backslash in reference to of course as always all of our links are in our Instagram and Twitter bios and if you haven't already rate, subscribe all that fun stuff and send us emails even if they're of your pet Brody loves friends
1: Send us pictures of your pets if cuz they're yeah. cute.
0: Or follow Brody at Brody the Shepherd Mix on Instagram only or TikTok. He hasn't recorded a TikTok in a while. He's been camera shy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Until next time. Bye.